Welcome to the podcast where beast mode meets manifesting goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, and together we are going to slay and thrive. Welcome back to the Slay and Thrive podcast. I hope you've been slaying your way through the month so far, and I know that today's episode is going to be a powerful one if you're looking to continue making the most of this first year of 2022. This is our second solo episode of the month, and we're going to be diving into the second masculine superpower. Last week, we touched on purpose and clarity. I started with that one because it felt like the right one to start with, just in terms of order of operations. But today's superpower is my favorite of the four. I obviously love all four we're covering this month, but if I had to pick a favorite, it would definitely be this one. We are going to be talking about how to activate personal responsibility. So full ownership of every part of our lives. There is so much strength and power in this concept. We also have our second guest coming up this Sunday on the 16th. And we're going to be talking to Caleb Nelson, who helps people slay and thrive in both their personal and professional lives. And he actually has his own podcast, the Naked Sunday podcast. And it was actually hearing some of his episodes that inspired me to reach out and see if he'd be interested in being a guest on the show. And it was honestly just a treat to spend a couple hours chatting with him and diving into topics like love, leadership, empowered relationships, and core values. So that's coming out January 16th, and you won't want to miss it. Now, on to personal responsibility. So what makes this, of all the masculine superpowers, my favorite? It's the tool that takes us out of a victim mindset and allows us to once again become the heroes of our story. It allows us to feel the fullness and power and agency in our everyday lives. When we take full responsibility, it makes us bigger than any circumstance or challenge. And you might be thinking, I can't really take responsibility for everything. Things happen outside my control all the time. This is absolutely true. We couldn't have predicted a two-year-long pandemic or the massive floods that just happened in southern British Columbia. There will always be things we can't control. And there are also, 100% of the time, things we can take responsibility for, regardless of these external circumstances. We can always take responsibility for our thoughts, We can own how we're responding to a situation, as well as the perspective we're choosing to view it from. We can then take responsibility for how how we handle those emotions that come up. 
And personal responsibility isn't about stifling legitimate emotions. When terrible things happen, we have every right to feel all the feelings. The fear, the anger, the sadness. And we also get to choose how we handle those emotions. Do we choose to get out our journal or do we choose to get out the chips or candy? Do we choose to blow up at our partner because we're holding on to this rage about other things? Or do we go out for a run or a walk to discharge some of that energy? We can always take responsibility for the actions we take. Personal responsibility allows us to eliminate excuses. It gets us into the mindset that there are no excuses because we're responsible for how we show up. End of story. Here's an example of this. So I worked with um, this amazing woman in my in last year's Spring Food Freedom Program. And we were talking on the phone and she talked about how she'd eliminated a lot of poor eating habits and lost a bunch of weight. And then some different life circumstances changed for her. She got busier, had some tragedies, a bunch of different things. And she found herself going back to her old habits. She came to Food Freedom to get the tools and guidance so that she could manage her healthy habits and keep doing them regardless of what was happening in her life. This is a perfect example of choosing personal responsibility. She knew that there was a way to get through seasons of chaos and tragedy without food. And she chose to invest in herself to get those tools and find a way to do it. Another example of the power in this particular concept comes from my own life. And I think this happened around mid-November, if I remember correctly. By this point, I had been building doors for about a month now. And for that entire month, we continued to miss our target every single day. And not by like one or two doors, by a couple hundred doors most days. And this wasn't for lack of trying. (laughs) I am super competitive and it was frustrating the hell out of me that we could not hit this number. I knew it was possible. I had hit target when I was feeding the components to the builders. So on the other side of the door, just passing the components through. So one day, the guy I usually built doors with, uh, both of us got put on this brand new line. So I'd never built doors on this particular line before, and they were quite different than the doors on the other two lines. And then to top it off, we were having some malfunctions with the machine. And this went on for the first three hours of the shift. So new line, didn't really know what we were doing, and the machine wasn't working delightfully. So (laughs) right before coffee break, there's this guy who walks around managing quality of the doors, He comes up to us and goes, so I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you guys are going really slow. I need to go faster. (laughs) And for whatever reason, I hate being called slow. And it shouldn't bother me, but it for whatever reason really does. And it probably had something to do with that. The fact that we had kept failing to hit targets and it felt like, you know, someone was just twisting the knife in and reminding us. And then I saw that we were a hundred doors behind target by first coffee break. So we break the day into quarters and each quarter has its own target. And we were a hundred doors behind. (laughs) So 
I remember kind of sulking and pouting for about 10 minutes. I thought to myself, it's not our fault we're going slow. This machine hasn't been working right. And I'm also keeping up to the feeder and the other builder. What more can I do? And then I caught myself. I realized that I was not taking personal responsibility for what was happening on that line. So I asked myself, okay, so I think I'm going at a good pace, but what if I have another gear? What if I took responsible for the pace and really put as much effort in as possible? So after the first coffee break, I just went for it. I hustled. I found that other gear. I focused and concentrated. The other builder and I stopped talking, like not in a bad way. We were just like focused because then the other builder started going faster. And fortunately, the mechanical issues we were having with the machine also resolved themselves. And because the two builders were going faster, the feeder started feeding us components faster. So we actually did an extra 75 doors by the second quarter. So by lunch, halfway through the day, we were only down by 25 doors. In the third quarter, we did 50 extra doors. So now we were ahead. And by this point, all three of us on that line are just on fire. And I got super excited and told my fellow builder that we were hitting target today. We were not available for any other option. And we ended up not only hitting target, but surpassing it by 100 doors. And this was after being 100 doors in the hole at the beginning of the day. And I know I talk about Mulan every now and then on here, but I just love this movie so much. And for anyone who's seen the movie, hitting target after weeks of not doing it felt like that moment in Mulan where she just got sent home because she was seriously failing in training camp. But then she climbed her way all the way up to the top of the giant pole with these weight straps around her wrists. And that was like the turning point. It felt like that. I was so pumped. This was my favorite day at work of all time to this point because it was such a great victory. You can probably hear it. I'm getting excited just reliving it. And then I don't know if you are familiar with Roger Bannister, but he was the first man to run the four minute mile. Before he did it, everyone thought it was impossible. But after he ran his four minute mile, people all over the world started running four minute miles. And it was the same after hitting target that one day. We hit it again three days in a row, surpassing it by quite a few doors every single day after that day for the rest of the week. And this moment was probably so memorable and such a game changer for me because it also showed me where I wasn't embodying personal responsibility. I suddenly realized that for a few weeks, I'd been making certain circumstances bigger than I was. I'd kind of been making excuses. I hadn't been living up to the standards I had set for myself and I had all kinds of reasons for it. That realization was where I drew the line. I stopped blaming my circumstances. I stopped the excuses. I reminded myself that nothing gets to take away my agency and my ability to take great care of myself. I reminded myself that I had stopped binge eating and lost a bunch of weight during a pandemic after canceling my wedding and throughout a breakup of a long-term relationship.
the only way that circumstances were going to change my behaviors and practices was if I let them. And I decided I wasn't going to let them. Taking personal responsibility back created so much momentum, both at work and in my personal life. As we talk about responsibility, I also want to make a distinction between fault and responsibility. And I think I heard this from Will Smith and he was doing a speech and he said something about how it doesn't matter whose fault it is if it's your responsibility to fix it. This could be referring to any number of things, relationships, finances, career, health, the ability to build the ideal number of doors in a day, anything. Fault is about taking or placing blame. That's not what we're doing here. Take the situation with the doors on that particular day. I wasn't at fault for the machine's malfunctions. I hadn't come into work in the middle of the night and tampered with the machine. But it was still my responsibility to do my very best to hit target. I wasn't at fault for the speed the other two people on the line were going. But I could take responsibility for my pace and decide that maybe I wasn't going to calibrate to their speed. I was going to at least try speeding up and see what happened. I could also take responsibility for how I was showing up and the energy I was bringing to the two other people on that line. When it became pretty clear that we were not only going to hit target, but surpass it, the other builder said something to me about how it really helped to have the right team and uh, that if we always had people like me who were excited and fired up about hitting target, then it would happen a lot more often. When things aren't going well, or when we're struggling, we have these two choices. We can look for the explanations on why it happened, or whose fault it is, or what the reason for it is. But that takes us out of our power. It keeps us from figuring out how we can respond to it. It keeps us from deciding how we choose to show up in the face of tough circumstances. And a lot of the times there really is no reason why, so it's senseless to try and figure that part out. There are times when completely unfair and senseless things happen. So I'm going to share a little bit about my boyfriend here because, spoiler alert, he's going to be a guest on the show at the end of the month, and he already said he's going to talk about this. I also asked for his permission, so yeah. Anyways, he lost his wife to cancer in 2019. And obviously this was no one's fault. It was an extremely unfair, heartbreaking thing that happened. But he did not go around trying to figure out why it was happening. You know what he did? He continued to be the most incredible, supportive husband. He continued to be there for his sons. And at that time when things were really, really hard. He actually started working on his own physical health so he could be around for his sons as much as possible because he knew he was going to become a single father. He didn't blame anyone. He took responsibility for how he showed up during one of the hardest things a person can endure. And he didn't get angry or bitter or miserable during this time. Sure, he was in pain and had hard days, 
but he continued to be one of the kindest and gentlest people I've ever met. This is probably one of the greatest examples of personal responsibility that I've ever seen. And to this day, he continues to inspire me. And I know he's going to be an inspiration to everyone listening as well. And this all reminds me that no matter what is going on externally, there is always a choice. A choice to close off and self-abandon and give up. A choice to become miserable and despondent. Or we have another choice. We can choose to grow through whatever it is we're going through. We can choose to experience the full range of emotions rather than running for them, running, running from them. And we can choose to heal and find happiness and joy again. You can activate this exact same superpower. It's within you. And what I love about this is it happens in a matter of seconds. It's just a matter of letting go what of whatever blame or reasons you have for things not being the way you want them to be and taking responsibility for creating the change you desire. And the things that you're trying to create, the things that you desire, those might not happen instantaneously. But in a moment, in a matter of seconds, you get to choose this personal responsibility. You can direct your thoughts. You can honor your emotions and decide what state you want to live in. And then you can take the actions that are most aligned with where you want to go. When you decide that you have full ownership and responsibility, you will take more action because you're not going to be focusing on all the things in your way. Instead, you're going to figure out how you can move around them. Maybe you start to think about this in your own life. How much responsibility are you currently taking? And you want to ask this without curiosity, not judgment, because there's a spectrum and there's always room for improvement. This is a question I ask myself on a regular basis because it's something I need to remind myself of. And like I said, this is one of my core values and I still sometimes realize that I'm not living in alignment with this core value. And what actually happened was when I noticed this, It actually excited me because it allowed me to pinpoint why I'd been in such a low mood. And once you become aware of something, you can change it. What if you said right now, I am going to activate personal responsibility. I am going to claim the power of my thoughts, feelings, and actions, no matter what is going on around me. What if you said this right now and like got into a power pose and really full body meant it? This is going to elevate you and diminish all the things that have held you back to this point. You are responsible. You can claim all of your power and you're going to be able to go after anything when you activate this superpower. I think that's a powerful place to leave this episode enjoy the rest of your week and keep on slaying. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. 
And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.